Welcome to the Educational Leadership Series, Lead Change in Education, where your co-hosts, Adam Drummond and Mark McAmoyle, talk with educational leaders across the country in ways that they're boosting student academic achievement and building collective teacher efficacy. Each episode is especially designed to examine the ways that you can be instructional change agents in your schools as you work to reform culture, instructional planning, learner engagement, and community advocacy in your schools or in your districts. Take the ideas from our guests and work to apply them in your schools so that you can be instructional change agents too. Welcome back to another great session where we talk with educational leaders across the country as they work to be instructional change agents in their schools. Uh, really excited about this season as we really talk with leaders across the country who are really focusing on how do we create a sense of health and wellness in our schools amidst a global pandemic. And we are excited to be joined by Akram Osman, who is the principal at Jeff, uh, John F. Kennedy High School. Hi, Akram. Hello, Adam. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having, uh, being here and being part of our, our show today. I know that you and Mark uh, go way back in, in your leadership work across the state of Minnesota. Um, and I'm excited to have our opportunity to have a conversation. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to Mark and let him do a little better introduction than what I did. Well, thanks, Adam and Akram. It's just a, it's a privilege to have you here with us today. And um, actually, Adam, I, I would challenge that a little bit. We don't go that far back. We just um, our roots are going deep pretty fast. Um, I've got a lot, a lot of respect for Akram's work um, over there in Bloomington Kennedy High School, um, a, a new principal. So for our listeners, uh, new principalship for the head principalship role, um, a lot of experience at the associate principal level. And I'll have um, Akram introduce himself a little bit more. But just uh, as we kick off the series of how are you? Uh, we need to ask uh, <laughs> this wonderful leader how he is because, you know, he's leading a brand new building from a distance remote uh, behind the screen. And yet he's, he's lighting it up and he's um, he's galvanizing a lot of energy uh, on his own administrative team. And I know that the students and staff are excited to have him. So Akram, uh, please uh, take a moment to introduce yourself to our listeners. And it's a privilege to have you here today. Thank you, Mark. And thank you, Adam. Uh, hello, everyone listening. Uh, my name is Akram Osman, um, um, first year principal, like Mark and Adam had said, at uh, John F. Kennedy High School in Bloomington, uh, Minnesota. Um, it's just an, an honor to serve in this role, and I'm just uh, really, really excited to spend some, a few minutes with all of you. Um, I've served in the role, like, a, like everybody has shared. This is my first year. Prior to this, I've served in the associate principal role, uh, dean of students, and a classroom uh, special education teacher. Um, uh, you know, excited to collaborate with Adam and Mark here and uh, really answer some questions um, regarding, you know, the topic that we're going to cover here. Great. So, Akram, I think, you know, this series that we talked with you about is, is, is titled, How Are You? And so... As a first year principal, you know, no one could have prepared you for how do you lead during a, a global pandemic. And so from your perspective um, as a first year principal, how are you and how are you supporting your staff right now? Absolutely. Thanks, Adam. Um, you know, about half hour ago, 
um, maybe even 45 minutes ago, got a text message for one of my close colleagues and the text messages, um, she said, um, how are you? Mm. <laughs> she asked me that. And I, and I said, I'm good. I'm just um, finishing up, moving on to the next task. She goes, you were a little distracted there in, my, in our last meeting. Mm. And my response to her was, yeah, you know, a lot, lot coming my way. Um, you know, we're all trying to figure it out and try to educate in this new environment. Um, personally, I'm doing well. Um, just I, I look at this opportunity as, as, a, as a servant leader, as a prin- high school principal, um, as an opportunity to lead with the vision of equity and humanity. This has been a division at Kennedy High School. Um, but at the same time, um, these are big roles, you know, I, and I, I'll be the first one to say it here. It's a big job. It's a lot with a lot of responsibilities. Um, I'm, I'm personally doing well. Um, but at the same time, um, leading and navigating uh, a pandemic and then um, really having to support staff and students and families in this environment. It's been a, a challenging task to take on, um, but I don't do it alone. Um, if you know me well, you know that I don't take credit for everything and I don't pretend like I know everything, but I lean heavily on others around me. And uh, this is how, you know, right now, and Mark and I can talk about it a little bit more. I'm leading heavily on Mark and his experience as well in other areas. Um, but like I'm doing well, but the, you know, the role itself brings a lot of challenges. Adam, Akram leads with just an unbelievable amount of humility. And, um, <laughs> and I think our listeners can appreciate uh, the sincerity in his voice. Um, it's a tiring profession right now. Um, and, and, um, there's a sense of urgency to the work and Akram, what I'd really like you to maybe mention to the listeners, if you feel comfortable is just talking a little bit about your building relationships, but there's a sense of urgency to this work, whether we're talking about equity, instructional improvement, maybe it all fits under the lens of equity. Tell us a little bit about how you go about building relationships and really kind of pushing, pushing students and staff to be their best at the same time. Absolutely, Mark, and thanks for asking that. Um, I think, um, you know, none of us were expecting a global pandemic was going to interrupt education. Um, but the mindset that I have as, the, as a building leader is, yes, the interruption has happened, and now it is up to us to um, respond. And one way to think of, it, of this is uh, the way education has been set up historically and over many years, you know, uh, some would say that it has worked, uh, but what I would argue is who did it work for, and and, um, and I would say it's almost predictable of how education has you know uh, has been. So my thing is, as as a leader of a school, to and both of you know because you've been in these roles, is quickly we had to kind of develop a a vision, um, and that's the vision of equity and humanity, and that uh, this is you know this is. This is what we're living through right now. And uh, the students who will come to our school um, only have one freshman year, one senior year. So, uh, and sophomore and juniors in between there, you know, and for us to just adjust quickly and um, really develop a mindset that, yes, we're going to be tired in this environment. We're going to feel overwhelmed, challenged. And I, myself, as 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 a leader, 
feel those things. But at the same time, we have an expectation and a commitment that we have made to our school community that learning will go on. And with that, uh, decisions needed to be made and we needed to make some um, clarity about what our work was going to look like in when it comes to serving students um, academically and social emotionally. And we don't have it all figured out, but on a daily basis and a week by week, we are learning and adjusting um, to, uh, be, to be aligned with the vision of the school. Um, at the same time, see the, the, each other as human beings. So, uh, and really support each other through the challenges and the exciting moments of this profession. Yeah, Akram, I think a lot of our listeners resonate with the information that you just shared. You know, folks are tired. Um, they're, they're exhausted. And, and partly because of every day is a, a different day. Um, and the other part is that we've had to change so many practices overnight in the education system. But I, I think amidst all that, um, I hear hope in your voice. And if our listeners even go to your, your Twitter page, which I'll share that um, handle at the end, you have hashtag hope dealer at the end of your bio. And so I, I'd love to know a little bit more about how are you dishing out hope right now? And what does it mean for hope to be part of the work we do every day? Absolutely. And that's a fantastic question, Adam. Um, what does hashtag hope dealer mean is uh, we're all going to experience, you know, uh, moments where we, um, feel frustrated, challenged, um, moments where we think that what we're facing is something that cannot be faced by a human. But I think about that and I think about that opportunity and not to forget uh, that uh, each moment that passes by presents us another opportunity to be in control of the mindset that we bring to the environments that we might be in. So for an example, being a leader of a high school, uh, for me, um, knowing all the challenges that come my way or the challenges that come the way of our school administrators, other school administrators, um, um, teaching staff, parents, that we have the opportunity to just respond in a way where we're going to, you know, ensure the commitment that we have given to people where we follow through that. And that's through clarity and to, you know, amongst all the challenges we face that day, we cannot give up because there's days ahead that are going to be better. Um, so that has been a commitment for me along the whole educational journey of, you know, uh, we have the responsibility to, um, um, to make decisions that can, you know, as, 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 as educators, we have the responsibility to make decisions that's going to impact the future of our, the students that we serve and the families. So, and to always just have that mindset of moving ahead and moving forward that we're going to maintain the positivity and, uh, think about the student, uh, student's future and, and moment to moment and day to day. Um, so think about that a lot and how I would model on a daily basis is, you know, I, I tell my admin team right now, um, joy. Joy is a word that we're going to have to ensure that um, we, are, we have control over that and, and to allow, not, and not allow others or uh, decisions or whatever comes our way, steal that joy away uh, from us because that's what we can hang on to at this point. And I would say hope is the same way. That is powerful, um, Akram. And, and uh, you know, um, Adam and I were going back and forth and mentioning kind of the, 
the label of hope dealer. People know you as that. Um, but it's not, it's not an unfounded hope. I mean, there's, there's just, um, there's just, uh, you, you've got a lot of light and a lot of energy and people want to be around and lead with you. Um, what, what, what is your sense of how the students are doing right now? You know, so as you think about that question of how are you, how are your students and what are the challenges that they face right now that maybe concern you and that um, are a part of the work? There's definitely a lot at this environment that concerns me about what a student might be going through, um, you know, attending school in different places than school. Um, for both you and Mark and our listener, Mark and Adam and our listeners, the high school that I'm leading, we haven't we haven't really had school students in the building all year. Um, we've we've tried in small in small pockets for several weeks to provide supports for students, uh, but not the entire 1,700 students who are assigned to who attend Jan- Jan- John F. Kennedy High School. So I think a lot about that. Um, one, one area that's super real for me right now, and Mark, I was going to kind of reach out to you and connect, you know, because I saw a tweet from you a couple of days ago about our seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. especially now we're going to end the 2020 and roll into 2021. You know, I'm thinking about them a lot. So I, I, think, I think the students are challenged, but at the same time, um, I believe the adjustments made in our learning environment by uh, our teachers and uh, our leaders um, are ones that would, would signal to me that they are aligned as are, and they are centered around what's best for students. So hopefully that's that response of, you know, aligning our practices, the way we communicate, the clarity we have in this environment would hopefully... Um, engage students and, uh, and, and, and ensure that they remain hopeful and see that they, there are better days ahead. Um, and then, you know, right now a challenge for me and our administration team, our, our trimester, our second trimester started last week is to kind of, now that we have one tri- trimester under our belt, you know, we are committed to find ways um, to energize our student body and to keep them connected and engaged um, as we continue to roll through the first, uh, through this year. And that's why we're trying, you know, that like that Eagle Hawk jet challenge that we've got going between our two high schools um, uh, and just different unique ways to, uh, to bring energy uh, to our students. Yeah, Akram, that's been a lot of fun. So for our listeners out there, we're, we're running a two-week challenge between Bloomington Kennedy and Malmastaka High School, and um, we're just trying to get people out from behind their screens, right? Because we're all faced with that. So 20 minutes or more of activity, um, each student or staff gets a point uh, for that, that uh, activity, and we're just trying to have some friend- friendly rivalry around um, maintenance of mental health and physical health. It's been fun to just look outside our, our district walls and collaborate with another district. And we could bet with any district around the United States or quite frankly around the globe right now, because we're all faced with that similar challenge. So yeah, that has been fun and a way to build community. Absolutely. And I, you know, I think what I hear through maybe the through line through this, as we talk about hope is, you know, all of our students are going through something that none of us have ever experienced as learners ourselves. Um, but yet, in that they all still have dreams and hope for the future. 
And I think how, how do we as educators provide the space and the, the place for our students to thrive so that the dreams that they have for their future can still be a reality? Absolutely. And, and in that, I wonder, Akram, you know, how are your teachers providing that space for students to really thrive? Like maybe what's one specific action that you see a teacher doing or teachers doing that has inspired you as a leader in the last week or so? Adam, I'm so sorry. Can you repeat that question? Yeah, for sure. So as you look around the practices that you have seen teachers do, what's one or two strategies that you've seen teachers use that has really inspired hope for students? Yes, absolutely. I love that question, you know, because it feels like there's just a lot that, uh, you know, like a, a battle, uphill battle. But, you know, I was in, um, and this is just what speaks to the, to the environment we're teaching and learning. And I was in um, a classroom the other day where a teacher was just, you know, started the class with just some music, just energizing. And this is a veteran teacher who's been at Kennedy High School for a while, just energizing, uh, shared, um, was playing some music in the Google Meet. Um, and it was the beginning of the trimester, like I shared, was, which was, was last week, and was just continued to uh, share with his students how excited he was to have them in the same space <laughs> as him. And that, you know, uh, for a moment there, he said, okay, today, just to engage some energy, I'm going to ask you to change your, the, your profile picture on the Google Meet to your fit. And for me, you know, seeing him engage the students in that type of activity and then ask why they changed it and just have the students mm -hmm. exchange some, um, some stories about why they chose that breakfast food as their favorite was just one that made me think, okay, this teacher is trying to um, to engage students in an environment where, you know, one might think it's super, super challenging to engage students the way we used to engage students in the classroom face-to-face. -face. Because, you know, our profession is one um, that really leans heavily on connections and relationships. Um, so seeing that kind of energized me. To, and to be honest with you, you know, I was at home and working from home. And my wife was in another room. So I, I went over there and just tried to get her attention to say, she's a first grade teacher. And I said, come see this way of trying to engage students. Even high schoolers need this, not only the first graders. Mm -hmm. And that just, you know, that, that just made me feel uh, energized and hopeful. Um, and, and, you know, both Adam and Mark, you know, uh, teaching in a, across the screen presents a lot of challenges. And I want, all teachers listening to this to know that as a principal, you know, I get it to, you know, hmm. I, I get it. I see the challenges that you go through. Um, I know you might be wondering, well, you know, you might not see students on a daily basis. You, you know, some blank screens, uh, engagement looking differently. I get it, but this is what we're dealt with. Um, and we, you know, and it's up to us as educators to, um, you know, make sense of it and to inspire others. So, so the question, I think, Adam, the question was what inspired you? And that's what inspired me. <laughs> no, I, I think that's great. And, and we have to look for those moments of inspiration because when we have those moments of inspiration, sometimes that's what keeps us going for the next day. Absolutely. Um, 
And as we work with our students and we're helping them to really meet the moment of where they're at and then how do we elevate that then into supporting their goals. And I think part of that is through connectivity. And it's been a pleasure having you on our show today. And, you know, for our listeners, if they want to continue to connect with Akram and, and hear all the great work that he's doing at John F. Kennedy High School, you can follow him on Twitter at Akram M. Osman. And Akram is spelled A-K-R-A-M. And then there's an M in between. And then Osman, O-S-M-A-N. So Akram, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing with us. And thank you for the hope that you deal out to your families, students, and teachers on a daily basis. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Mark and, and Adam. Thanks for joining another exciting episode of Lead Change in Education, where we talk with educational leaders just like you and how they're boosting student achievement and building collective teacher efficacy. Tune in to our weekly podcast by joining and subscribing to the podcast platform that works best for you. You can also follow Adam at Adam D. Drummond or Mark at MWHS Principal on Twitter. You can also find us on LinkedIn and you can use the hashtag LeadChangeEd to stay up to date on all of the exciting things that are happening in education related to our podcast as well as the work that we do each and every day. Until next time, be the change you wish to lead in your schools.